There's an old show called Father Knows Best. And my, how that has changed today. You look at any TV show, movies, a lot of times the father is kind of the butt of all the jokes of the family. Is that the reality? Is that what dads are really like? Are, are fathers just the comical character that everybody kind of, oh, that's just him. He's just a big kid. He's a goofball. Have we become that as men? Today, we're going to reflect on our own realities and see how it reflects on us as a father. Whether you have kids yet or whether you want to one day, this will help you be the best father you can be at any time. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I appreciate you joining me today as we talk about uh, the fatherhood realities, the, the things that are real in our life as men who are fathers or men who want to be fathers. And to me, the reality of fatherhood hit me when my first child was born. Uh, I remember it was surreal. You're standing in the in the delivery room and everybody's telling you all this stuff and you're just kind of like, oh, and it's not like the movies. You know, the movies, it's kind of a beautiful scene. There's music. Real life, it's real. And and it's not as pretty as in movies, too. I, I learned that. But it's awkward because everyone's saying, hey, good job, way to go, congratulations. And you're you're struggling to figure out what you're doing. Like for me, it was like, where do I stand? Do I get over here? What do I do? Do I cheer? Do I am I a cheerleader? Uh, you know, what do I do with this? And then all of a sudden, my son was born, and they hold him up, and they hand me a pair of scissors, and they say, "Here's the cord. Cut it." What? Cut it? Are, are you serious? And and so I did. And you kind of expect that moment to be like, "Oh, I cut the cord. It's so meaningful." Uh, it's not. I mean, I mean, it's meaningful in that you did it. But you're you're in you're so in the moment in your head you don't know what you're doing you're kind of freaking out this is the first time you've done this you can't really enjoy the moment, but then the reality also hit when my second child was born my daughter was born, and it just kind of all washed over me again another one, what do I do with another one how do I handle two can I handle two and it's wild how as men we kind of we kind of come at ourselves in those moments. You know, men, we're called to be fathers. It's what we're called to be. And it's part of our calling. And it's one of our main roles here on earth is to be fathers. I mean, that's that's what we're called to do. The problem is we, we often don't see fatherhood portrayed very well. Um, and a lot of people haven't had good fathers in our lives. But a lot of times in media, we get the extremes of fatherhood. We get the jerk father, the guy who drives their kids or doesn't care about their kids, kind of does his own thing, selfish. And then we have kind of the, the dumb sitcom father, like I talked about earlier. You know, and a lot of men see those roles and they think, okay, well, I'm not that. And maybe I'm not that. So where do I fall? You know, they don't have that balance, that character who, you know, we can all be goofy as men and sometimes we can be jerks as men. But what we want to do is, is kind of be in that middle space. You know, that's what a good father is. So the question for us is, how do we become good fathers? And a lot of men are struggling with that today. They're struggling because maybe they didn't have a dad. 
uh, or their dad wasn't the best example to them. And they're trying to figure out how to become a dad. Or some men, I think, are avoiding fatherhood because they're afraid. They're afraid that they won't be a good father. They're afraid that they'll either be bad like their dad was, or they'll just deuce out. Maybe their dad left. And so, so some men, I think, are just avoiding fatherhood altogether and just avoiding the whole responsible aspect of it. And the truth is, for you as a man, even if you don't have kids yet, and, and even if you aren't married, the things you do now can prepare you to be a father. And then for those of you who are dads, maybe you've got two young kids, maybe you've got kids who are about to hit the teen years, and you're struggling, you're like, man, how do I do this? Well, it all starts with us looking at our fatherhood realities. And we're going to do that on today's show, we're going to talk about the fatherhood past, uh, the truth of that past, we're going to look at the fatherhood present where are we at right now where what's happening with us and the fatherhood future, and how we as men are really called to lead the way. All right, the first thing we want to talk about today is our fatherhood past. And what I mean by that is we're going to look at our fatherhood reality by looking at our experiences with our dad. What happened in your childhood? What was your childhood like? And I'm not saying that to bring up bad times if you had a bad childhood, or to create some idyllic time that was a perfect childhood. I just want you to kind of look back with reality. Look at the things you got, the things you didn't get. And this isn't a time to judge or to hate. Um, it's not a time to revere our dad as our dad was perfect, or to put our dad down and say, you know, he was a bum. But what we do have to do is deal with the realities. What were the good things? What were the bad things? Because sometimes if people do this honestly, some men can look back and say, you know, my dad wasn't very good at this, this and this, but he was really good at that. He taught me that. You know, a lot of guys I know say my dad taught me a really good work ethic. He wasn't very relational. We didn't have a lot of deep conversations. And there was an aspect of our relationship that missed because of that. But he did teach me how to work hard, how to go after my dreams, he pushed me to be better. And so sometimes what we do is we focus on just the negative, And we never see the positive. So what I want you to do is kind of look at both sides. Uh, because the truth is, your dad could only give you what he had. And sometimes we were, you know, parented, we had a father who didn't have a lot to give us. And so what we want to do is blame them. Well, it's, it's too late to blame them. You're an adult now. There's nothing you can do about that. You can get mad at him. Now, maybe your dad did do some dumb things. Maybe he was a, a good dad, but then one day just ran off with a secretary or something. And I know that hurt and that was painful. But what you want to do is look at your life and say, Okay, what did he teach me otherwise? And even then, there are some good things and bad things we may have got of our dad. Even if you had a great dad, you know, you want to look at it and see the reality, what was good, and maybe what were some things that I would do different, you know, because your dad does the best he can. He really does. Now, he may have been selfish, he may have been self centered. But that's all he knew. 
you know, and then on the other side, if you had a perfect dad, you may think, well, my dad was perfect. I'll never live up to that. So sometimes we put ourselves down saying, well, I could never be as good as my dad. So why do I even try? You know, it's funny, when I became a parent, as my kids were getting older, and they would ask questions and situations would come up. And they would be like, Okay, Dad, what are we going to do? And in my mind, I was thinking, I have no clue. I don't know. Nobody, nobody signed me up for this. How do I how do I handle this? And so inside my brain, I'm going through all this stuff. And on the outside, I say, well, we're going to do this. You know, so I look like I know what I'm doing. But on the inside, I'm just guessing, really on the inside, I'm praying, okay, God, tell me what to do, because I have no clue. And it's funny, because one time, some situations like that happened. And I thought back to when I was a child, you know, when I was a young child, uh, when my parents were still together, and I would think back and think, they had no clue. They were just guessing, just like I'm guessing. Because when you're a kid, you think your parents know everything. You think, oh, my parents had it all together. They had all this. Man, they're just faking it. They're just like, I don't know. And they're, they're kind of going along too, because most of them hadn't done this before. If you're the oldest child, you're the first one to reach that age. They've never had a child that age. Even if you're the second, third, or fourth kid, you're so unique, it's like having a new kid at that age because every child is different. So it was, it was funny for me to figure out that, you know, my parents didn't have it all together. And for, for me, that kind of was like, okay, okay, it's okay. We, none of us have it together. We're all guessing, we're all praying, we're all like, okay, God, tell me what to do because we've never been down that road before. And so, so we want to kind of take that into perspective. You are different from your dad. As a man, you become your own person. You may have uh, some of the characteristics. You may be like him in some way, but you don't have to be your dad and you aren't going to become your dad. You know, maybe you had a dad who wasn't a great example. Well, that doesn't mean you have to be that way. But it also, if you had a great dad and he, you feel like you're living up to some unobtainable standard. Well, you're not, you're going to become who you are. And what you have to do as a man is figure out that journey. What's what's journey am I on as a man? Because when you kind of get into your own journey of who you are, that's when you kind of figure out how you're going to be a dad, how you're going to be a father. Because when we hold on to things from the past from our dads, that bitterness, and that pressure that hinders us from, from being a good dad now. You know, if we're bitter toward our dad, a lot of times we become like him just in a different way. Like I've heard it explained how it, maybe if your dad was an alcoholic and you say, I'll never become an alcoholic, but maybe you'll have issues with, you know, food or drugs or other things that aren't the same thing technically as your dad, but you're just like him because that bitterness kind of drives us to that. Or maybe you're holding yourself up to that high pressure. You know, I'll never be as perfect as my dad. I'll never be like this. Well, just you're not your dad. And remember that you're looking at your dad from a child's eyes. You're looking at your father from someone who didn't really know the whole him. Now your dad, as he gets older, he may share stories with you, but he may not. 
So what you have to do is understand that, you know, my dad was not perfect, even if I as a child thought he was. So that should kind of give you a break to figure out, okay, what do I need to be? You know, you're not going to be the complete opposite of your father, and you're not going to be a carbon copy. You're going to be you. And that's the, the realities of fatherhood. You just need to be who you are. You need to find your authentic self as a man. You want to learn from your dad. You want to learn from your parents, but you don't want that past to control you either way. All right, the second area we want to look at in our fatherhood realities is our fatherhood present. Have you ever gone and looked at old pictures of yourself? I, I talk about this a lot just because I think it's one of the things that really helps us understand growth and development. You know, when you see an old picture of yourself, a lot of times you're, you're kind of happy that you grew up because you know what's going on in your mind at that age, especially pictures when you're in that awkward age, that upper elementary or middle school age. I mean, that was a goofy age for all of us. And sometimes you look at those pictures, even if it was a good time for you, maybe you were like the, the president of the class in sixth or seventh grade or whatever. Uh, the styles, the hairstyles, all those things, your kids are mocking you today. It's just, it's just the way it is. They're going to laugh at you and make fun of you because that was a different time. You know, and so what we want to do is look at ourselves now, because the good thing is what happened? You grew up and you made choices. Some of the choices were good and some of the choices may not have been so good, but you're in the reality of where you are now. You can't change the past, but your choices do affect the future. And those choices come down to what you do in the present. So what we want to do is look at our fatherhood present. Now, a lot of men don't do this. Men are not the best at self-examination because it's hard. It's hard to kind of go within and look at yourself uh, because sometimes we're our own worst critics. We may have blown it. We may have done some things that were really dumb. We may have lost the relationship with the mother of our children because of our own mistakes. Or we may have just lost it out of just pure selfishness or whatever. And, and so what we want to do a lot of times is just run away from that. And what we can't do is run away from that. We have to work to have a great relationship with our kids. Now, even if you've done some dumb things and you don't have a good relationship now, it's not too late. It's not too late. And men, there's something about us that I think we have this thing in our mind about it being, oh, it's too late. It's too far gone. And, and we kind of cut ourselves off from opportunities. We, you know, I haven't been a good dad. I've blown it. I've just blown it. My kids hate me. It's too late. I'm such an idiot. Or we just kind of ignore it. We're so self-conscious of it. We just don't even think about it. We don't go in. We don't see where we're at. We just focus on one thing, and that's providing. You know, I'm going to make money for my kids. I'm going to show them I love them by making money for them. And, and making money and being a role model of provider and all that, that's good. And we do that. That's part of our role as men. But a lot of guys fall into the trap of thinking that's all they are. I'm just here to provide. I give them nice stuff. And, and we get into that trap because it's easy. It's easy to kind of keep score 
And men love to keep score. We want to know who's winning, you know, who's who's winning, what's going on. And so for us, by providing and looking at our bank account, our debt, our whatever, we can see how are we doing? What are we doing? And so it's an easy way to do it. But the truth is your kids don't need just stuff. They need you. Now being a dad is overwhelming. Because you you've got to become a dad all while you're trying to be a husband, you're trying to be a provider, you're trying to be the best worker you can be in whatever job you have, you're trying to do all these things. And it is it's overwhelming. Welcome to manhood. Life can be overwhelming. But that's where we show up as men. Men were designed to handle stress. Men were designed to go into battle. Everyday life is a battle. You've got to keep and hold on to your priorities while doing all this stuff. And you think, well, that's hard, Dave. Yeah, it is. I don't like it. Well, it's just the way it is. When you when you came out as a man, that's what you called to be. And if you want to be a good father, it takes even more. You've got to, you've got to do it. The danger of the provision model is we kind of we kind of make it like we're the bank and we're just providing money for our kids. But then we get mad and say, well, my kids aren't thankful. My kids need to be thankful. Well, yeah, you're right. They should be. But they're kids. Kids are immature. They don't know any better. They don't understand. You're not shooting for them to be thankful right now. They may be and they should be and you should teach them to be thankful. But you're looking down the road. You want it to be when they have kids and they come back to you and say, okay, you did a lot of really good stuff with us and I appreciate that. You see, that's gold and that's what you're working for. You're not working for a momentary thing. That's why I always tell parents, you know, your goal is not to be friends with your kids. You can have a great relationship with your kids, but you're not always going to be their best friend. You're their parent. And so that means sometimes you've got to you got to take charge and say, no, you can't do that because I'm dad. But you know, when you do it the right way, and when you do it with love, and you build that relationship, your kids see you as someone who they're close to. They see you as their parent, and they want that relationship with you. Kids need us. And kids want their dads. Every child wants a good relationship with their father. Kids long for a relationship with their dad. And when we show up, when we say we want to build that relationship with them, you know, they're going to jump at it. Now understand that doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, ideal, just an authentic, loving relationship. They just want you. They're not asking you to be perfect. And maybe you've done some dumb things. Or maybe you hadn't even gotten married yet. Maybe you don't even have a girlfriend yet. But you're thinking about how do I want to be a dad? Well, it, it starts with you. And what we have to do when we're fathers is we have to model the life we want our kids to live. They're watching you. Now you can say all you want, but they're going to watch you. You know, the whole thing and all of us hated it when we were kids or anybody, you hear people say, hey, do as I say, not as I do. Doesn't work. They're going to do what you do. They may not do it in front of you, but a lot of times they're going to do what you do. And so what you have to do is say, okay, how am I living? Is my life what I want my kids to be? And so that is where you start. You know, you look at the realities of where are you right now as a man? Maybe you're a young single guy. 
And, and I would ask you, what are you doing right now to grow yourself holistically so you can be a great husband and father? What are you doing mentally to grow, emotionally to grow, spiritually to grow, physically to grow? And you say, well, that's a whole lot. Well, I'm, I'm young, Dave, I don't have to think about all that stuff. Well, when you put time into it now, it's going to directly affect the future of your family. Because the better you are as a man, the better dad you'll be. It's just the truth. And there's a lot of guys out there who are wasting their 20s because they're not growing, they're not developing. And so they're going to kind of be behind the curveball when they start having kids, they could be a lot further ahead emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, than they are. They're just kind of wasting time. Or they're going in and out of relationships and not really growing themselves. They're so focused on just being in relationships. And what you want to do as a man is you want to develop yourself. Now, if you're married, you've got kids, what are you doing to intentionally build a relationship with your children? What are you doing to build that relationship with them? How are you spending time with them? Because that's how kids spell a relationship. What are you doing to spend time with them? Even if you don't have a lot of time, maybe you do shift work or you do something that's hard to see them all the time. What are you doing to intentionally build time with them? It may not be a lot of time, but do they see you chasing them for a relationship? You know, a lot of people when they're older, they say, well, my kids never come to me. My kids don't do this. They don't do that. No, no, we chase our children. They don't chase us. The older chases the younger. In a relationship, in a parent-child relationship, we always take the first step. So what are you doing as a dad to intentionally build a relationship with your children? Because you have to take that first step. And so what we have to do is really start being fathers right now in the present. All right, the third thing we're gonna talk about is our fatherhood future which means what are we doing to really look ahead to the future for our children and ourselves? You see, as fathers, one of the most important things we do is look ahead for our family. We look ahead for the future of our children. We are the guides of our family. We're the point person. You know, if you ever watch an adventure movie where, you know, whatever adventure movie you want to talk about, a lot of times they're going out into the wilderness or the jungle or whatever, and they always get a guide. They get a guide to show them, someone who's always looking ahead, someone who has the experience, someone who can kind of keep an eye on what's coming up and prepare. And that's your role as a man in your family. That's your role is to be the guide. Fathers are the guides for their children. Now you say, but David, I'm, I've got my own life. I'm trying to work my job. I'm trying to provide. I'm trying to do all this. Yes, you are. And you should keep doing that. And you should do it well. You should do it with excellence. And you should have character in everything you do. But if you have children, you're their guide. You say, I don't want to be their guide. Well, that's the problem. That's that's happening to a lot of children today. The lack of fathers in our society today is I think one of the biggest detriments to our country. You know, you look at almost all the statistics of people in jail, people getting into trouble, you know, people doing drugs, whatever, whatever, whatever. Fatherlessness is one of the reasons. It's huge. And you don't want to be that guy. That's why you want to remain the guide for your children, which means you as a dad have to be ahead of them. You go first. 
And that means you go first in your own life. So what we do is we ask ourselves a question like, what am I doing to grow and become a better man and a better father? Because your growth as a man is how you grow as a father. As you grow and develop as a man, like I talked about earlier, holistically, if you're growing yourself emotionally, which means you're doing those things to grow emotionally, you're learning how to get into better relationships, how to communicate, things like that. People say, well, I don't do that. Well, then you won't have good relationships. Your relationships won't be as strong as they could be, and you won't be as good a guide to your family. That's why you do this stuff. You don't do this stuff because you have to. You don't do this stuff so, you know, you can watch Hallmark movies with your wife. I don't care if you watch Hallmark movies. What I care about is can you have a conversation with your wife and really tell her what you're thinking and feeling? When you have a conversation with your kids, can you share with them what you're really thinking and feeling? I don't care if you cry. I'm just talking about just stating it and being honest. A lot of men get so uncomfortable with relationships, with the, with the emotional side of life that they just ignore it, where you're missing a whole part of your life. And so what are you doing to grow yourself that? What are you doing to grow yourself mentally to learn how to be a better man, how to be a better father? Because as a man, you have to be ahead of your family. As you grow, they grow. As you decline, they decline. You say, well, David, does that mean it's all up to me? A lot of it is because that's your role. You say, what about the moms? Moms have a great role and it's a phenomenal role and they're called to do their role, but they're not called to be the dad. You as a man are called to be the dad of your home. You're called to be the father and fathers go first. Fathers go first. So the question for you is how am I leading the way for my family? What am I doing? It's a lot of weight. I know. I know. And like I said earlier, though, as men, that's the weight we're designed to carry. We're designed to lead. We're designed to be the warriors, the battlers, and you battle for your family and how you live. So on this question, what are you doing to prepare your children for life? What are you doing to prepare their future? And I'm not just talking about the little stuff, you know, teach them how to change a tire or whatever. I just mean overall. Are you thinking ahead or are you just surviving the moment? Like if you have small children, I want to ask you, what are you doing to prepare for their teen years? They will become teenagers. I've, I've had parents because I worked with students for 30 years and parents would come to me and they're like, oh man, my child's going to be a teenager. I don't think I'm ready for that. And I wanted to say, it's coming. Whether you like it or not, they will grow up. It's what they do. You can't stop them. People, oh, I want them to stay a baby. No, you don't. You want them to grow up. You want them to develop because that's their natural thing to do. It's what you did and it's what they're going to do. And so parents will come to me and they're like, my child's going to be a teenager. What do I do? Well, you start early. You start early. If you wait till they're 13 to build a relationship with them, that's a problem. You know, children, you can do a lot less with and get away with. Teenagers, you can't. So really, the time to prepare for their teen years is when they're children. You build that relationship with them. You win their heart. And that makes the teen years a whole lot easier. Because the truth is, your kids don't have to be rebellious teens. And a lot of parents have that in their mind. Oh, my child, when they're a teenager, they're going to be a rebel. I know it. No, they don't have to be. 
Now, they may ask questions. They may challenge some beliefs and thoughts. And you prepare for that. By what? By learning how to have conversations with them. Not just shutting them down, but having conversations and helping them to do it. You don't need to fear any season your child is in. You just need to be prepared for it. And that's what we do as fathers. We go ahead. We look ahead. We prepare. We make sure everything is set. Just like if your family's going on an adventure, you're going to make sure that you've got all the equipment. You got this, you got that. There are guys who plan their, their camping holidays more than they plan what they're doing to be a parent. And what you want to do as a man is think about what am I doing to intentionally prepare my child for the future? And understand, nothing's going to be perfect. You're not going to remember everything. But you know, did you give it your best? Are you doing your best? And if you say, okay, David, I don't have kids. What do I do? Well, it's what I talked about earlier. You prepare yourself. What are you doing to grow yourself in all those areas? What are you doing to build your life up and not just waste your life on useless things, useless relationships that don't really help you develop in the future? They don't really help you become a better man to be a better father. Because the more you grow as a man, the more you have to give as a father. And so that's how you want to see yourself. You know, if you're young in your 20s going to college, or you just got out of college, you're starting to work, you know, you want to grow and develop as a man, because then you'll be that much farther ahead when you have children. Because that growth affects what kind of dad you're going to be. Now, for you, maybe you've blown it as a man. Maybe you're a guy who's like, you know, Dave, I've really done some dumb things. Well, you can change. You can change your future and you can change the future of your children by how you act. Now, it may mean you going and apologizing and you say, well, I did that and they didn't accept it. That's okay. They're just testing you to see if they can trust you. And they see trust by you doing the everyday little things. They see you doing those things that help build that relationship. How you live, the way you live as a man is the biggest influence on your kids. One of the things I enjoy about anime so much is the backstory. And I've talked about it before where there'll be a character that you hate, the bad guy. Well, they'll go back and show the backstory. And a lot of times it involves a dad that wasn't a good dad. And you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy who your child is getting therapy in the future for, and you don't have to be. Even if you've done dumb things, you can change. Even if you didn't have a good dad and you don't know what to do, you can learn, grow, and develop so you can be a dad that helps your kids move ahead in the future. I promise you, you won't regret it, and your kids will love the effort. All right, guys, closing out today, we want to talk about the fact of your fathering is really up to you. How you are as a dad, you can't blame on anyone else. Maybe you weren't set up for that. Maybe you you had all kinds of horrible things happen to you. I understand, but it doesn't mean you can't change the future. You can't change what you can do in your kids' lives. It's time for us to step up as men. We have a fathering problem in our country. We have men who are making children, but they're not becoming dads. They're not being fathers. 
And what we want to do instead of complaining about what's going on out there, we want to start by changing us. When, when we as men take responsibility for ourselves and for our families, that begins a positive cycle that I think will help change this country. So what we have to do is step up and be the best dads we can be. And it starts by looking at the fatherhood realities. We look at our fatherhood past, our fatherhood present, and our fatherhood future. And what we want to do as we look at those, we use that to motivate ourselves to change and to help our kids develop and be even better fathers than we can be. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.